All right, for this episode, I sat down on Zoom and had a chat with James Dapachi. He's a corporate and commercial litigation lawyer based in Australia. He's a special counsel at Chamberlain's Law Firm, and he's also the host of Coffee and a Case Note. This is a video series in which James summarizes recent corporate and commercial litigation into short easy to digest videos he films generally in coffee shops. So we've covered quite a few things today. We're mostly gonna be talking about time management, self-care, content marketing, videos, and LinkedIn, and and probably a few other random things thrown in as well. Um, But uh, quite interestingly, James does actually give a, a very detailed outline of how he prepares his coffee in a case note videos. If you haven't um, heard of James and coffee in a case note yet, after this ep- after the episode, I highly encourage you to check all the, the links that I'll include in the description to this episode. Go and check out coffee in a case note, go and watch his videos. They're very easy to digest, uh, but he gives a good detailed outline of how he actually does it. So if you're someone who's thinking of doing something similar, um, the advice he gives is really, really um, incredible and and detailed and very valuable. And uh, yeah, we're going to go through quite a few things today. Just a uh, quick caveat. Um, Of course, it was recorded on Zoom, like I mentioned earlier. Now, I will quickly say, no, there should not be any um, audio lag and cutouts and you know all that crap that we put up with on podcasts occasionally. Um, but uh, while we were recording it, there was lag and there was video lag, um, but we actually recorded our own separate audios on our own computer and I've synced them up. So really all that means is that you're not gonna be hearing what we were hearing while we were doing the interview, you're going to hear a nice, crisp, clear um, audio of James and of me, and I've synced them up, so it should sound good. I've listened to, um, you know, about, you know, I've, I've gone through parts of the episode, um, and I've had a listen, and it sounds good, um, but if I haven't synced it up perfectly, if if there's a part where James cracks a joke, and then there's a five-second pause before I laugh, um, that that's why, but look, that shouldn't happen, um, but you just never know, um, and if it does happen, let me know, because this is just it's all a learning experience it's all a little bit of fun i'm not going to try and uh, make these episodes you know perfect if there's something like that that happens um, i think it's funny if there's a five second pause where it takes me a while to to laugh at james and you know it's all good fun um, so yeah, just just remember that when he was cracking jokes and being you know the interesting person that he, he he is, every now and then the audio or the video would lag and it would look like he was you know having a conversation with me from a spaceship um, hovering over planet Earth. Uh, which so every now and then I'll say to him, James, you've 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 gone on the moon again. Uh, so I uh, just thought I'd let you know that, okay? But I stand by this episode. It is full of. Uh, interesting content and um yeah he's a really really good speaker so highly suggest highly recommend you get in touch with james now uh before this introduction becomes longer than my conversation with james i'm just going to quickly say i've got some free stuff at legalsites.com.au you can grab yourself a law firm marketing plan and a case study those are pdf downloads if you want to support the podcast please consider leaving a review maybe subscribe so you don't miss out on any other episodes and maybe tell a friend about this podcast and if you have ideas for future episodes and if there's people that you want me to interview or chat with um, just let me know and finally 
I just want to introduce myself properly. I'm your host, Brendan Kelso, law grad turned law firm marketing specialist, founder of legalsites.com.au, and you're listening to the Better Law Firm Marketing Podcast. In this podcast, you'll learn how to leverage the most time-efficient law firm marketing strategies to get more leads, more clients, and more profit. So that's enough of that. Let's get on with the conversation. And uh, what you're going to hear next is um, James and I are going to be counting to three, and then we're going to clap. And that's how we know that both our separate um, audio recordings will be um, synced up nicely. So let's rock and roll. Yeah, let's go. One, two, oh shit, <laughs> our timing's already out. Okay, you ready? One, two, three, clap. Perfect. James, how you doing, mate? Uh, pretty well, and we've just started recording now, Brendan, so we I'm have. just fresh. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't had a 10-minute pre-conversation at all. Yeah, 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 it, it, it's good. Always, always good to, uh, to, uh, come out, to come out swinging. No, no, very well, really, uh, really happy to sit down and chat, looking forward to it. Awesome, I see we're both working from home right now, so do you have um, track pants on like I do? Uh, elastic waisted shorts. So yes. can we call them track shorts? Yes. yes. So yes. it's the track pants material, that sort of nice yeah. sort of furry cotton. Yeah. Uh, the elastic waist is there, but sadly they stop above the knee. So yes and no is the answer to that one. So it's fair to, fair to say that I'm slightly more formal than you today because I do have full length track pants on. <laughs> just, uh, just because I've slipped out of the dress code. Yes. Obviously all my, my listeners will really care about that. So how about we, let's dive into what people want to know. So uh, I've already given you a bit of an introduction in the podcast. So my listeners have a, a basic idea of who you are and what you do. And uh, if it's all right, we'll talk about coffee in a case note. So, um, as it is a marketing podcast, most of my listeners are thinking, okay, so does this thing generate work for you? So if that's, if you don't mind, would you mind giving us some idea if, you know, if it gets no, clients for you or is it sort of part of a more holistic marketing strategy? I think the really short answer is the second. So um, uh, it's part of a branding exercise. So if I could, Brendan, if you'll forgive me for blabbing on for it, a good 90 to 120 seconds, probably longer. I'm in the, I'm a sort of commercial litigator and I'm trying to land reasonably big matters. So I want to land one or two or three matters a year rather than say someone who's doing conveyancing work or doing a lot of wills who wants to get in, I don't know, three or four or 500 a year or, or whatever it is. And so my goal is making sure I am in play for that one phone call or for that one conversation or for that one introduction or whatever it is. So rather than um, thinking about conversion, um, I think a lot more about branding. I think a lot more about how much value I can pump into the marketplace and have people associate me and my firm at Chamberlain's um, you know, positively associated and uh, considered for those big matters that I've got some expertise in because, mm. frankly, um, I'm not sure I could conduct a conveyance, Brendan, if someone if someone held a gun to my head. So I'm very much trying to stay in, to stay in my lane. James, treated as I'm sure as I'm sure that could exercise. be arranged if you'd like it to be. <laughs> uh, so. Um, you're playing sort of the, the bigger game, more of a holistic marketing strategy, and mm. you're, you're going for only a, a few matters per year, big ones. But mm. do, does it? Do you have um, 
like can you have you been able to see that it has uh, achieved that goal for you so far um, no is the short answer I can't yeah. see yeah. the longer answer is it may have so um, a lot of the work I do will start off with maybe a bit of a detailed advice that we might get to charge five or ten grand for and yeah. and set out a bit of a plan that might then not come back for um, you know years potentially and so um, has has it worked? The answer is maybe, and the answer may be no. <laughs> but um, I'm confident enough, based on the um, uptick in the sort of inquiries I'm getting, the uptick in the sort of matters that are coming in at their preliminary stage that are in my sort of strike zone, that are what I'm the what I'm pegging for and what I'm good at doing. That I've seen enough preliminary indications to say, yeah, okay, I'm I'm comfortable continuing along with this. Okay. But I think the genuine answer is no. It hasn't been a yep, getting big matters left, right, and centre because that is yeah. that is not the position. I'm still very much on the hunt. Yeah, yeah, great. So, is there like a? I hope you don't think that I'm like grilling you here, but just out of no, no. curiosity, um, like I've I've watched some of your videos, listened to the podcast, and you know, Thank there's you. not like a. Oh, I haven't noticed like a strong call to action. Um, you know, I haven't noticed you, you know, clearly pitch your services or offer some mm. sort of downloadable guide where you can get people on your email list or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Is that. Is that all intentional that you take that really sort of easy, soft sort of approach? Yes, um, it is. Um, but I should also say that it's uh, the easy option as well. Like no one, no one really likes selling. Mm. You, you know, like I can't, I can't really say like. So if you've got a corporate oppression suit, give me a call on you know dividy yeah. dim dum. It's just, it's just not a lovely thing to say. Um, yeah. And I don't, th- I think the people who are able to do that, it's actually quite an impressive trait. Because I think a lot of us would prefer just to go, well, here are some things I know and hope you like them. So I'm trying to get a bit better at those calls to action, but I'm I'm still working through what I want them to be because if the question is where have I got the existing matters that I'm very happy with and where am I likely to get more, the answer to that is often deep relationships or in the alternative people with a fairly considered expertise who've seen from what I've put online that I've got some expertise. So I feel like creating a deep relationship or um, sharing my expertise isn't necessarily consistent with come along to my free webinar, just give me your email address and I'll send you a newsletter once a week sort of, sort of thing. It, 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 it's not, it doesn't, and also it just doesn't bring me pleasure. It's, it's not something that would excite me um, in my approach to market. Yeah, yeah, totally understand that. Um, so, yeah, you got to do what feels right, and you're definitely play, playing the, the bigger game. But you, know, it, it, you just look at the numbers, though. You know, as far as law firm content goes, you've got a consistent audience, which is great. And and I also find more often than not, um, a lot of people don't really know how they find. Um, my business or, or lawyers because they'll they'll find something online and then they'll go down this rabbit hole and they'll get into all your content and they'll read all these other things and watch all these videos and and at the end of it they're like did someone recommend I contact this person or did I google them I just can't remember but I'm here now Brendan you you know the the sort of theory and the right way to describe this There's something called like points of contact or touch points or something like that isn't there that 
that I'm not going to make a decision to engage someone or to buy an item or whatever until I've seen it or read about it or heard about it, you know, X number of times, 15 times or a thousand times or, or, or whatever yeah. it is. Um, and so I think that's so right that it's like, if I want to use legal sites, I think the reason I do that is not because I see the billboard that says, come use legal sites. We do law firm marketing. It's because I feel like I've built a relationship with you and, and, and with the brand more generally. And I might've taken some value. I might've subscribed to the podcast and listened to six, seven, eight, nine, 30 mm. episodes. And so got the touch points that way. Yeah. And so that's very much the long game I'm trying to play yeah. that in nine years time, when um, someone who's currently at law school is general counsel uh, at a concreting firm that's got a huge dispute they've got to deal with, mm-hmm. they might um, think of uh, calling the guy who taught them everything they now know about how derivative actions work or, or, or whatever, whatever it might be. So it's, mm-hmm. it's just trying to increase the likelihood that I'm in contention for those matters that I'm reasonably yeah. good at doing. Yeah, yeah. No, 100% agree. I um, had a, a lawyer come to me the other day and she found my podcast and had listened to quite a few episodes according to her and she was writing down notes the whole time and then she just nice. had this moment where she thought, I really should just contact this guy. Like, I, there's no way I'm ever going to find the time to do all this stuff. Like, that's not like my cunning strategy to you know overload people with information so that they just hire mm. me um the the number one goal is to give out free information because i like doing it uh but you know she she felt like she listened to quite a few episodes people don't usually come to me after listening to just five minutes of one podcast and decide they mm. want to hire me they need to they need to warm up to it but there's also um I feel that often with people taking a dip into what you and I might loosely call content marketing, there can be that insecurity of like, oh, I don't want to be too, you know, too broadly spread or too much in people's faces. Mm. When in fact, if you think about the way you and I and anyone listening consumes things, um, we don't solely sit on Twitter waiting to see what 140 character hot take or 280 character hot take we might have mm-hmm. on you know, Dyson Hayden or, or, or whatever it is, or like we're not all hanging on tenterhooks for um, your, you know, how to draft a statement of claim dance on TikTok or whatever it is. Mm. It's, it's, sorry, and this is a roundabout way of coming to, I think, the value in having a diverse portfolio of where you publish so that you're not doing five LinkedIn posts a day and just banging your head against the table. It's that you're doing five a week perhaps and then, leveraging some of that effort to getting your Facebook running or getting your Instagram up off the ground or whatever it might be because your target clients and potential referrers might not be Instagram people, they might not be LinkedIn people, they might not be podcast listeners. Mm. And so the value in that diversity I think is often underrated and often when you're kicking something off, it's like, oh, it's okay to talk about law on LinkedIn but I don't know about talking about it on whatever other platform it might be. And so cracking through that um, insecurity, but also having that um, reflection of like, how will a YouTube user take value from what I do? Mm -hmm. Or how can the way I do law on LinkedIn sort of mesh into what I like about Instagram? Mm -hmm. You know, those, those sorts of leverage and diversification questions, I think are really also worth, worth bearing in mind. And sorry to sort of 
politician style veer off track from your question, Brent. Um, well, you read my mind because um, mm. one of the first things that pops in my head when I think about you and coffee in a case note is, is I, I think um, repurposing content, lots of different platforms because you live on a lot of different um, content platforms and social media platforms. So mm. uh, how many, like which ones are you on? Uh, I think I, I just want to, I want to say seven off the top of my head. But let me just confirm that. Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, podcast. Okay. Yeah, seven. Seven. Yes. Um, okay. And, and if I'm, I stare uh, at you um, mm. blankly, it's because there is a little bit of a lag every now and then with the audio. So, uh, But we shouldn't have that. It's lucky we're recording... It's lucky we're recording locally, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're a smart. You're a smart guy. So before we before we started recording, James was like, "Make sure you fire up your garage band on your MacBook and and record from your MacBook." And uh, how, I think you, James, tell tell them what you told me. I think it's it's worth uh, going through, <laughs> the, the, including the, the part where we both clapped. Well, the <laughs> okay. Um, the big background is that I'm yet struggling to get a the... bit to hear you here. Okay, it sounds like it I'll sounds just... like you. you where it sounds like like I'm in a spaceship hovering over planet Earth right now. And we're trying to communicate. <laughs> it'll happen, but uh, look, I'll just blab away for a little while, so it'll be on, at least on the garage band file. But um. I'm actually running a legal practice and indeed running this Zoom chat with Brendan via my mobile phone, which means that occasionally the audio gets a little bit choppy and a little bit pausey. And um, from previous experience recording other podcasts, I said to Brendan, oh, hey, shall we record files locally? Brendan, you record the audio file on your computer. I'll record an audio file on my computer. We'll record on Zoom as well. And we'll use the Zoom master to edit in the two locally recorded audio files. And Brendan was very kind and said, oh, you, you know, no, no, thank you. It's like, it's, it's fine. I don't, I don't need you to put you to the trouble. And I, and I had to emphasize the terrible internet connection I'd be bringing yeah, to I, our discussion. I, I basically said, I basically said, I basically said, get stuffed. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, but here we find ourselves. Here we find ourselves. It's good fun. But I'm having so much fun. I forgot the question, Brendan. I'm yeah. sorry. Can I can I steal it from you again? We were talking diversification, weren't we? Oh, look, we're talking about we were talking about a few things. I think the last mm. couple of minutes we've been talking about the the lagging audio. But look, mm. we'll persevere. Uh, it was repurposing content. So you're on mm. a few platforms here. Um, yes. I, yes, a yes. lot of my audience yes. asked me, you know, which ones should I be on? Because lawyers are busy, and if they're not really, you know, super fond of marketing, they're not going to want to be on more platforms than they need to. But yep. you're, you're you're just you're diversifying your whole strategy. So yes, which um, I guess which platforms work best for you? Uh, LinkedIn, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok would probably be the four that work best for me. Um, and that's probably because they're the four that I enjoy the yep. most. Um, but if I can just yep. sort of step into your shoes for a moment, Brendan, about clients who raise that question with you. So I can imagine your clients might say, look, I'm very happy sitting in my boardroom um, in my work clothes talking about the area of law I practice. And they might say, I'm really comfortable with something like that going up on Instagram, uh, sorry, going up on LinkedIn and I'm reasonably comfortable with it going up on my work's YouTube, 
but I don't necessarily want it to go up on Facebook, which is a little more, you know, which your clients might say to you is a little more casual, or Instagram, mm-hmm. which which your clients might say skews young, which is to say under sixty five. <laughs> um, <laughs> And they might also say to you, well, I don't dance, so I'm not going to go on TikTok. And I I imagine these are conversations you've banged your head against um, a table about um, a number of times. And so um, when we talk about repurposing, the thing that comes into my head is leverage because like you, Brendan, and certainly like all of your clients and potential clients and and certainly anyone listening, um, time is the thing that we want to spend as efficiently as possible. And so if I've gone to the trouble of, um, reading a piece of reasonably complex litigation and understanding it, and I form the view that I want to share that understanding, then I want to squeeze as much blood from that stone as I can. And I think it's a waste of my time or an inefficient spending of my time if I don't do that. So, Brendan, would it assist you or your listeners if I sort of took you through my steps of how I try to do the repurposing? I just think you're a mind reader. My, my, literally, my next question was, <laughs> so, like, so. "How do you?" <laughs> I think you got a, you got a gift. So I was going to ask you, like, how do you prepare an episode, and then mm. how do you sort of get the content out there on all these platforms whilst yeah. you know being a lawyer who has many other things you need to do? Yes, yes. Um, well, the first step is I've got to read the case, and that's often the most time-consuming part. And it's also often the part I would do anyway. So I think a lot of your clients are keeping up to date with changes in the legislation. I think a lot of your clients are drafting detailed advices and coming to grips with knotty issues that other lawyers might not understand. I think a lot of your clients are preparing cases for trial or being asked a lot of frequently asked questions. So I think a lot of your clients are doing what we might think of as my preparatory work. But, but so just to take you through my steps, I'll read that case. I'll prepare a written case note in a sort of chatty form that will be a LinkedIn text post. There was a plaintiff, there was a defendant, they got in a dispute, blah, 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 in writing. Mm -hmm. The next stage of me trying to squeeze blood from the stone of me having read that case is to edit that text slightly differently and send it to my firm's um, marketing team so it becomes a blog on the firm's website. So already... Mm -hmm. The blood I've squeezed from the stone is one LinkedIn post, one blog post. Yeah. The next thing I do is I go to a coffee shop and I set up my phone on a tripod. It's just pretty scrappy. It's this. I think it cost about $23. I, I upgraded from my $4 one because it broke. Uh, I record on a microphone that looks like this that I think cost about $80, just a lav, lavalier mic that you clip on. Yeah. Uh, and I just use a normal iPhone, the one with the three cameras for some reason on it, yep. and uh, get a cup of coffee, go into a cafe, and talk into it, basically giving my summary of the case. Yep. Now, I don't, I don't take notes apart from that LinkedIn status update um, I mentioned. I just sit down and go, yep. and I'm lucky or I'm well-rehearsed or I'm experienced or skilled or whatever that, that I'm able to do that, and that's fortunate. Mm-hmm. But if I wasn't, then anyone considering something similar could just have a set of notes sitting on a stand next to their phone or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so there we are, we're in the cafe. I'm staring down the barrel of the phone and I talk for five minutes on that case. Yeah. Then I'm going to keep recording. I'm going to put my head down, put it back up again, and I'm going to record 
what amounts to almost a preview of like, hi everyone, I just recorded a case note about you know director's duties. So if you want to hear about director's duties, I'll link up the full note below. So see you later. Mm-hmm. And then I'll put my head down again. And then I'll bring my head back up again. And then I'll try to say something chit-chatty about business or work or sort of professional flavoured stuff and, and often try to be chatty or relevant or try to say something that'll spark a conversation. Like, you know, I've talked about swearing in the workplace or talked about, you know, um, traveling for work and how it used to feel glamorous when you were younger and then feels irritating, you know, as time passes. And then with COVID striking us sort of feels a bit odd, um, when you, when you leave your little bunker, And so what I will emerge with, if we think back to my stone of having read the case, the blood that I'm squeezing from it is we've got our LinkedIn written status update, we've got our blog post for the firm, and now we've got this file, right, that we've recorded in the coffee shop. And the file has those different segments. We've got that five-minute long section and two, one little promo preview-y section and one little chit-chat section. So what we're then going to do is we're going to cut up that video file into three different videos. We've got our one long one, two little ones. So it's three videos. We're going to publish those videos on LinkedIn and Facebook and sometimes, no, never Twitter these days. I used to do it on Twitter, but now I don't bother. Mm -hmm. So we'll put those on Facebook and LinkedIn. We will put the longer video on Instagram. We'll put that longer video on YouTube uh, and... Uh, we will then save that longer video as audio only and using an app called Anchor, uh, we'll just upload that and then that'll be published across, you know, the nine or ten um, podcast providers of your Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundClouds and whatever else. Yeah. And so if we just work back, my ethic like yours and your clients is that I want to spend my time as efficiently as possible. Yeah. And so if I've gone to the trouble of reading a case and understanding it, I don't just want to use it once in an advice, say, or use it twice in a LinkedIn status and a blog post. I want to squeeze a video and a podcast and a preview and a chit chat and, and squeeze as much as I can from it. Um, you, you know, uh, be, <laughs> and I, I don't want to put it so bluntly, but um, because that's what my time is worth. And I say with respect, that's what your client's time is worth as well. And so when a client says to you, oh, yeah, I'm comfortable on LinkedIn, but I don't know how I feel about going on Facebook, mm. I think the, the response I've come to for me is that's fine, but I am very precious about how I choose, my, choose to spend my time. Yeah. And when I choose to spend it, I want to extract as much value as I can. And I think if you're going to spend your valuable time um, – having a coffee with Brendan and sort of thinking about marketing or recording a video or whatever it might be, then it would be foolish for you to spend your time as inefficiently as just doing one video on one platform from time to time. And there are, look, there are a million counter arguments against that, which is fine, but that's basically my thought process and my practical process. Wow. Okay. Do you have a, an estimation of, just how much it might take, how long it might take you from no episode to having, you know, produced those those blog posts and mm. getting the videos out there. So from start to finish, how long do you think you'd spend? Uh, I'll come to that because I realise I just didn't completely answer your previous question. TikTok is the one of the place I publish. 
I will just do a 15-second video that I don't edit at all. I go, hey, one time there was a defendant in a plaintiff. The plaintiff said this, defendant said that, and costs got... All right, cheers, bye. Yeah. Um, so I'll just do it as a quick... Like, I don't dance. I don't do yeah. any of that. I just do essentially a 15-second version of the case note. Um, oh, here's our third guest. <laughs> as well. Arriving. <laughs> Yes, Golden Golden Child's having fun as well. Yes. I wonder if I'll Golden, Golden Child, Child has any views on how we should do the audio, Brendan. Um, you know, we we do need some more cooks to uh, make this broth just right. But sorry, um, time. I can't, time I can't believe we haven't asked him yet. <laughs> I'm sure he's got views. Um, uh, time spent, uh, well, reading the case, um, call that somewhere between 20 minutes and two or three hours, depending on its level of complexity. Writing the Writing the typed up case note, you pretty much do as you go. So we'll just make up a time and just call that two hours. You, you know, say we've already spent two hours doing that just to make it make up a number. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we'll then sort of reread those notes and possibly reread the case before heading to a cafe. Mm-hmm. And because we've already read the case and we've got our notes, that won't take extremely long time. So let's say we head out to the cafe, call that an hour ish mm-hmm. just to make up an amount of time because we're not going to rehearse or anything. We're just going to go in one and done and then go home. Uh, Then we get to the editing phase. That would probably take me more than an hour and less than three. Um, So let's just make up two hours. Mm -hmm. And so I've, uh, when I'm asked this question, I I sort of feel comfortable saying something like five or six hours from the start of reading a case to having, um, all of the written video audio content that I can squeeze from that case out. Yes. But the okay. other benefit is that if I don't do one for eight weeks, I've now got so many in the um, in the can. No, so no, not in the can. In the back catalogue <laughs> um, that I'm able to be like, hey, in 2019, I talked about Section 63 of the Trustee Act. Here you go, mm-hmm. and. I, there's enough historically there that I'd be able to just lean on that if I'm um, if I'm hugely in demand. And so if there's a week I can't do it, I try to do it weekly ish, but I probably do maybe twenty five or thirty a year. It's, it's probably some something we, weekly ish, but I suppose it'll end up being yeah two or three a month or okay. some some something like that is probably what it ends up being. So do you work on these episodes um, during like work hours? Uh, yes. Uh, that's a good question. I haven't really turned my mind to it most. I generally do video editing on the train or very late at night because mm-hmm. it's a slightly more um, brainless exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, because I do my own subtitles, which is the time-consuming thing. Oh wow! Um, really? So you that, don't use one of those, yeah. you know, robots Splashio that- or whatever? No, no, I don't. Um, wow. And I don't, I don't criticize people who do. But firstly, I use reasonably long words and got bad results initially. Oh, okay. Secondly, I'm, as I say, really selfish about my time and mm-hmm. I don't want to have to rely on, you, you know, if I want to publish it now, I will. Um, and if I have to, you know, wait 24 hours or 48 hours or 36 hours or whatever it is for them to come back with the result, then that sort of pisses me off. And more important than being pissed off, it just sort of demotivates me. It makes me less excited. If I'm, mm-hmm. if I'm not driving... Um, then I sort of, I'm like, oh, well then, all right, then someone else can just go handle it. Um, so I take, um, pleasure is the wrong word, but I'm the sort of person who does not want to have to rely on others, uh, to get done 
what I want to get done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I just do it, do it yeah, my way. Wow. When you're in the coffee shop um, mm. and you're talking to the camera <laughs> and you're drinking yes. coffee and you're talking about you know, um, litigation and um, mm. do you get people just staring at you wondering what the hell you're doing? <laughs> no, but that's only because I sort of apologize um, ahead of time yeah. and it's this really yeah. weak kind of conversation that you haven't really done anything wrong and you're not going to sort of interrupt anyone but you just sort of feel like a bit of a goof you're like oh look sorry this is a bit weird please continue enjoying your morning just letting you know i'm about to talk into this phone yeah. i hope that's okay yeah. um i've only got in one proper argument and it was good because it was in the middle of doing one and so it's like a spicy little moment that stays in the case note um that i just then go back to camera and finish off the case note so it's just a nice little um bit of punctuation and then the most recent one Hang actually on, no, no. what um i was sorry down. you were in an argument did you, you said someone, oh no sorry someone's like oh would you mind keeping it down mate and i'm like oh in fact i can't actually remember the content it was in 2019 it was in a cafe called hills hills bros in martin place five five martin place for anyone interested very very good cafe yeah um shout out and some yeah yeah, yeah man richly deserved um tell danny i sent you um, <laughs> um, well, do you have a do you have a referral code that I can put in the description down below? <laughs> that's good. C A C N twenty yeah. for twenty percent off your next Oof, Mac. Twenty percent. Um, yeah, like I mean, coffee's not extremely cheap um, these days, but yeah, look, I don't know, I don't, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so we had a bit of a spiky exchange. The the content of which I can't now recall, but is up on YouTube, and I should probably go re look at. And then most recently, I was sitting in front of the child's high chair that someone needed and they were like so sorry can I get that I was like yeah that's fine and I feel like that kind of adds a a bit of humanity and a bit of reality to it um because I'm look I don't watch videos Uh, I'm not sure if you do Brendan I listen to podcasts at double speed because I'm impatient um and I prefer reading things because then I can digest them at my pace and if I want to read them slow I'll read them slow and if I want to read them fast I'll read them fast and I'm not dictated to by how fast someone else wants me to receive the information they have to give. And mm-hmm. so that's partly comes back to the diversification point that if you're a podcast person, great. Coffee in a case note's got you, got a podcast. If you're a video person, great. Head to YouTube. If you like TikTok, awesome. We're there. If you're on Twitter, cool. Got you. If you like LinkedIn, mad. I'm there. You know? And Sorry. so... You just went because on because I'm not a you video went into person. out of space again. Sorry, oh, cool, <laughs> that's cool. why I was looking at you like that. <laughs> sorry. Oh no, nice. it wasn't because I was saying such disarming no. and useful things. I just realised I was giving um, you all these weird facial expressions, and I thought <laughs> he probably thinks I'm an asshole. So let's just clarify what's going on here. <laughs> it's um, no, no, no. It's all, it's all, it's all good fun. But, but basically, I want to make sure that if there's anyone I can bring value to that they are not obstructed by the fact that I prefer Instagram or whatever. Like I want to meet people where they are rather than say, Brendan, come find me on YouTube and maybe you never go to YouTube and you don't like it. Then I don't want to have to have you interrupt your day to come find me. I would prefer to say, Brendan, great. You're a LinkedIn person. Awesome. I'm there. I'll be a part of your LinkedIn experience in the, you know, in the alternative, if you never go on Facebook or LinkedIn, but you spend all day on Twitter, great. I tweet from time to time and, you know, you can find me there. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, 
I think almost winding back to your conversation with your your imagined or, or the way I've imagined your conversation with your clients and the way that I discuss this with lawyers, I think it's a mistake to say your clients are only on LinkedIn thinking about professional work stuff. The fact is your clients are also sometimes on Facebook thinking about family stuff or they're sometimes on TikTok wanting to have a quick injection of something with a bit of energy and perhaps a bit of interest and a bit of information into into their experience or perhaps they're about to go on a long drive or they're commuting to work and they want a bit of learning, a bit of information, a bit of um, material. And so I think there's a degree of empathy with the people you're trying to reach that sometimes our insecurities can get in the way of by saying, oh, I don't really understand TikTok, so I'll stay off, or oh, I'm not really a great video person. That's fine to not be that, but some of your clients would prefer to see you that way, and then it's your decision as to whether you want to to show up in that way or not. Yes, 100%. Well, you asked me before if I watch videos. Well, the answer to that is, hell yes. Uh, I actually have a premium subscription to YouTube, so... So I don't have to deal with um, ads and so I can actually download <laughs> videos. Uh, but I, uh, as much of a YouTube guy that I am, I listened to your episode the other day uh, through Apple Podcasts while I was at the gym mm. because I'm at the gym and I'm, you know, my, my hands are busy. So I'm not going to be watching mm. a, a bloody video. And uh, I think that that was the one about the, uh, the accountant who um, left her job and, and took the clients with her, I think, and... Yes. And they wanted 100% of the fees and I was listening to that. I don't know if I missed a bit, but I thought, I don't understand such an agreement because if they want 100% of the fees that she earns from those clients, then, well, mm. she's not going to do any work for those clients, is she? Like, she's not making any money. Yep. Anyway. Oh, so, sorry, sorry. Are you asking me to explain the, uh, well, sorry, the commercial heart of it? Brendan, this is, this is, this is awesome. Okay, I'm, a little yeah, bit, I'm a little bit slow sometimes. So when I was at the gym and you were explaining that case very, very like clearly, I thought, did I miss something? Like why the hell would she um, you know, do any work for these clients? She's not going to get any fees from them. Well, this is where Section 7 of the Contracts <laughs> Review Act comes in to prove you correct, Brendan. So. Right. The court agreed with you, and and precisely why would she? And it was found to be a term that was void. So it it all it all works. It all it all came full circle. Your um your law at the gym thoughts. That's awesome. Uh, no, it's just uh, well, I'm I'm glad because I also think well, that's good for the clients as well because just um, they would not get a very good service if their accountant was not getting paid. <laughs> uh, all right. I want to talk about TikTok briefly because I reckon people okay. listening to this are just going, oh, "What the, what, what is he doing on TikTok?" Um, so, yep. um, what's <laughs> what's going on there? Like, what's the what's the reaction been so far? Uh, moderately warm. Um, yep. People watch them. Um, it's not. I've never had one get more than forty or fifty thousand views, and I don't expect ever to. Um, How many <laughs> views? What's your best? You've gotten a couple of thousand best, views on a best video. Best is about 42,000, but, but because TikTok has different tiers, yeah. you'll either get somewhere between 400 and 1,000 or you'll get somewhere between sort of 3,000 and 10,000 or you'll get something really oddly big of like 30, 40, 50,000. Wow. And generally, wow. you know, let's wild. say 99% of the time, it'll be in that lower tier. But it, but it's weird. TikTok just really brutally just sometimes attaches a jetpack to stuff for reasons I, I don't understand. Um, sometimes it'll be like, man, people are really into hearing about 
66 G trustees or something. And it's like, oh, cool. Good on you. And, um, like TikTok's funny because I I really enjoy it. Like it's a proper time suck. I don't know. Like are you are you on TikTok, Brendan? Mate, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, um, my advice as your new friend is stay away because it'll just consume your life because the algorithm, like the sheer volume of content and the effectiveness of the algorithm means that re- reasonably promptly you'll be served 100% Brendan perfect content all day and you'll be like, yep, great, awesome, yep, love it, love it, love it. And then, you know, half an hour will pass and you'll go, oh, <laughs> where did that go? Um, but so just to sort of linger on a chit-chat about TikTok, um, if um, as a lawyer using TikTok, I have the option to try to say, well, Okay, what do we do with TikTok? We do a bit of limp syncing. We do some dances. Yeah, that's that's what TikTok's about. I had the option to do that, and it took about one second's thought to say, "No, I don't want to do that." Uh, um, no, and seriously, so, seriously, where is that video that you that you did that you didn't release? Uh, oh, it's out there. That's isn't a great it? question. It's probably on this on this crazy phone with the three cameras. It's yeah. somewhere. Um, the other the other sort of one second thought was was something a friend said of like, oh you should wrap your case notes on TikTok. And I was like, oh man, like I don't, I don't think that's, <laughs> I don't think that's great. And so my decision was to just do, um, to just go back to basics and to do these case notes as quickly as I could in 15 seconds time. And so that decision led me to have to actually do a reasonable amount of critical thinking because boiling down, your 700 paragraphs to 1300 characters for a LinkedIn post is um, challenging. There's an editing process there. And then <laughs> boiling it down to like, look, there's this company, right? It owes money to a few other companies and doesn't want to pay. And what happens is this all happens. And the court says, yeah, that's fine. All right, bye. <laughs> you, you, you know, it's, it's, it's a process where detail will be lost. And so I was like, well, am I actually helping people at all? by giving such a vague explanation? And the answer is, uh, apparently, um, uh, based on I'm just numbers. amazed by how many views your videos get. That's just insane. Like, that's, like your, your no, YouTube very, videos so, do sorry. well, but that's way bigger than YouTube. I'm, look, I'm going to jump on TikTok now to make sure I'm not, I'm not misleading you, Brennan. So, look, the, oh, the most recent you're ones... On the, you're on the moon again. Yeah. I'll just keep, I'll just keep talking because I'm, I'm recording here and that's all right if it works for you. So like the most the most recent views, 1,800, 400, 4,000, 1,200, 100, 300, 9,000, 1,600, wow. 1,000, 2,300. Like it's, oh, and then 17,000, 1,200, 2,000. Like it's just really, really bumpy. So it's really yeah, unlike really YouTube good. views where YouTube views yeah. are, are quite, quite an accurate reflection of the amount of people looking at it. Here, yeah. uh, look, just sometimes jetpacks get attached to content for reasons I have absolutely no understanding of. Yeah, um, yeah wow. But it's, okay. look, it's interesting and it's fun. It's good. Jesus. Um, LinkedIn, okay, you're, mm. you're quite good at LinkedIn. So what, what's, your, what's your secret? What's working well for yep. you? Um, yep. what, what do you say to um, lawyers out there who are struggling to get engagement? Because most... Yep. Most people probably do struggle to, to get engagement on LinkedIn yep. unless they're posting, you know, a, a photo of them getting an award or a promotion or something. Yeah, or holding their dog being like, my new paralegal. 
creative. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like, yep, yeah, that, that's that's a dog. It's not a paralegal. I get I, it. That's got to admit, um, I got I'd probably like that post. Well, I would as well, <laughs> but only out of sort of sympathy uh, because it's a you know it's a like sucking post. They need to. Um, you know, you got a few options for likes. You can do you know like or celebrate or there should be like sympathy like sympathy, <laughs> sympathy yeah. like of like i think there is support isn't there or is that just yeah. on facebook yes yeah, no, there like is. support but but it, in any case um linkedin it almost winds back to the chat about what i do with with a case so i'll pick yeah. that case i've read i'll publish that case note that'll be a typed summary and they actually get really good reception and that brings me joy because that's just me trying to talk law in an approachable way mm-hmm. that hopefully just helps people understand what, what the courts are up to um, and so I take great pleasure in those so there'll be one written status weekly-ish that'll be fairly detailed one of the so, and then if we jump back to the cafe remember the file we've got has those three different videos mm-hmm. there'll be the long video some stage during the week there'll be that preview length video some stage during the week then there'll be that chit chat video at some stage during the week yeah. And so, because I've leveraged my visit to the coffee shop by not emerging with one video, but by emerging with three. Um, and so, if we make up that that all happened in one week, or let's say one fortnight, we've got four posts straight away, that long written post, long video, preview video, chit chat video. Mm-hmm. And then in between that, um, I try to do like one or two like work-related jokes, more or less, that, like, that are more or less tweets that'll be... Mm-hmm a little minor gripe or a gently self-deprecating comment or something that'll just be all text. Um, Cause I don't take a lot of value from hashtag heavy or emoji heavy posts. It's just not how I consume LinkedIn. So I just try to think of what I would like yeah. um, and what I would like to create. And I try to do that. And so if your clients were reflecting on what they should do, um, the view I take is that they should first think about, showing their expertise in a way that's natural to them. So they might be a building and construction lawyer who wants to take a pretty interesting photo of a crane and say, the funny thing about section blah of the bloody blah cranes act is that you really got to make sure all your cranes are blah, 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 whatever. Um, and if then you can, the if you next make thing, a good job about a crane, then I think you're uh, <laughs> <laughs> the rest but of then all the those, all those crane heads out there will be loving it. They'll be like, oh, cranes. Let me just, awesome. just give me a second. I'm just going to Google best crane lawyer jokes. No. Uh, anyway, so you were, you're talking about cranes. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so if we're building a construction lawyer, maybe that's an early post we do, but I always say the softest entry is to either comment on others uh, or share an article, be like, hey, here's just the AFR talking about something relevant to my practice. Isn't it crazy? Mm-hmm. And you don't have to dive in and give a heavily researched um, link to a blog article you've written. You can just dip your toe in and be like, yep, here's, you know, here's an article. There you go. And um, don't be afraid as you're building confidence to text your mum and message your mates and be like, man, I posted this thing three hours ago. No one's liked it. Can you really do me a solid mm. and sling me a like and say, oh, great crane, blogsy, yeah. love it. That's actually a real and then thing. It's just, There's, have, yeah. you heard of, have you heard of engagement groups? Engagement groups, yes, I have. I get invited to join them from time to time. Uh, yes, um, I, I do too and I 
I just ignore. But yeah, that is a yes. thing. Apparently, if I, I I remember years ago thinking, why do some people just like blow up on Instagram yep. and LinkedIn and all that? And then I realised they're all in these little groups where they pay to be involved in it, and then they mm. all like and comment on the, on each other's stuff. And I'm like, oh my god, yep. that's why I'm getting and, that. And way. well, but <laughs> but it's also challenging because like it's such a huge trade-off like you're like you're selling your own brand to be like oh yeah there's another member of my group who's posted classic stuff martin love this insight oh, okay cool classic stuff julie love this insight classic stuff blogsy love this insight like i'm not i'm not giving anyone any value and i'm not getting any value from being in that i'm just getting some numbers popping up under a photo i've taken or under a video i've made and that doesn't bring me happiness frankly in my professional life Yep. The idea that I'm trading my reputation in exchange to get some numbers going under a video I made, it, it doesn't bring me joy or value to think about it that way. So if anyone considering an engagement pod, do not ever do it. But if you just posted something that it got zero likes and you're having beers with your mates and you're like, guys, could you just log on to LinkedIn and please like this thing? It's really breaking my heart. I think that is okay. <laughs> um, I agree. One and then of- you'll just build your confidence up. I mean, you were at the, you were at the gym, Brennan. Like you, you're probably doing. I don't know if you're doing volume work, but you know, you you might advise Does your it, client to do volume it, work. Of James, is it that obvious? Oh, look, do you, do do you even do volume work? Is the is the question, Brennan? And the answer is obviously yes. Um, uh, <laughs> um, I think but, we just got the sound bite then. No, no, but but then the, then the advice you might have for your clients is like, congrats, you posted an article this week. Try to do it once a week if you can, yes. and then whenever someone comments, try to say, hey, thanks for your comment, Julie. Yeah, it is an interesting sector to watch. Try to add something yes. anytime someone goes out of their way to engage with you. Yeah, okay, and also as hard as it is, sometimes I think. Look, if no one really interacts with something that I put on LinkedIn, then I think it's mm. a lesson to me that it was it was crap and no one wanted that piece of content and I need to do better in future. Or I could be – Am I? how do you feel about that, James? Um, uh, it, if there's a post that no one's liked sitting there, it's almost like the unpopular kid at school of like, oh, is there a reason no one's playing with this kid? Like, oh, is there a reason no one's liked this post? And right. I think there can be a weird – human psychology moment of like the worst posts alike are the posts that have got no likes and the best posts yes. alike are the ones that have got heaps of likes and it yes. sort of becomes this self-fulfilling um, herd mentality that sort of proves itself right of like the most yes. popular posts are the popular ones. Right. Like, so sometimes, yeah, okay. yeah, sometimes it's a mix of maybe the content wasn't that good or maybe the algorithm was just in a bad mood that day. Mm. Yeah, no, no. And like, and that, and that happens. There are, like the link, the LinkedIn algorithm will drive you mad if you spend any time on it. And about a year ago, I spent a little bit of time thinking about it and got driven mad. And now I've decided to never ever spend any more time thinking about it again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because yes, if we thought the TikTok, uh, the TikTok um, <laughs> algorithm was a little bit crunchy when we spoke about it before, the LinkedIn one is utter madness. And you just sounded a bit like lies. a boomer then, James. You said no. Well, I'm near enough, Brendan. TikTok. What am I? Forty? Give me, give me eighteen months. 18, 18 months in the big four four zero. I remember my parents turned forty. It's um. So it's how old grown ups are. But you, okay, is that when you is that when you could officially hit boomer status? Middle age, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I'll be I'll be, be middle aged in uh, eighteen months. It's good fun. 
Good I thought you had to be born. I thought you had to be born during the baby boom, but maybe that definition is a bit more. Oh, you're 100 percent right. Maybe it's just living living that boomer life that comes with middle age. So it'll be maybe. good. I'll start complaining about stuff. So um, the last thing I wanted to touch on is just mm. obviously you know you've got a lot on your plate. So how mm. what advice do you have for other? people yeah. and you know who do similar work to you want to do something like what you're doing right now but mm. they um are thinking where on earth am i going to find the time um yes. if i do put more on my plate how am i going to manage you know my my personal life how am i going to mm. you know see my family you know get some exercise uh mm. you know look after my, my mental health so what mm. do you, what's your advice there um my advice is that I don't have a magic answer. So yes, it takes time and sometimes you'll go to bed later than you would have planned. And sometimes you'll spend more time doing work in a day than you would have planned because you've added a new task to what you do. Um, My sort of broader, more conceptual answer is that you can do this in the space that you start allowing yourself. Like if you start to say no to more coffees, which I've started to say no to, If you stop going to, uh, uh, sorry, I don't want to say negative things about, you know, golf days or um, networking functions, but I haven't been to a networking function not run by whatever firm I was at for about three years or so. And I don't really have an aspiration to go to one. This is very much in that space of the time you would have spent, um, you know, like the time you would have spent having three coffees to try to drum up some work. Um, you might want to wind one of them back or delay one of them till next month and spend that time thinking about doing one written LinkedIn post. Mm -hmm. And what I say is that in two years time, you might be at the stage where you've got a podcast, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever it else is that I, that I do. But the only way to get there is just drip, drip, drip. So it's not like this afternoon, you know, cancel everything. I'm going to get every single thing started. Mm. It's, it's the opposite. It's just choose one thing, one um, pillar. I think some people call it. So for me, my pillar is the, is these decisions of generally the New South Wales Supreme court or the court of appeal Mm. and choose one piece of content from it. And so for me, my one pillar is one of these decisions. And the one piece of content I would firstly choose will be a written status update on LinkedIn. That is a case note on that case. Mm. And so do that for three months and then add one more piece of content. Perhaps that is um, not only doing a written post on YouTube, but also doing a written blog post for your firm. And then do that for three months, whatever. And so you're doing those two. And then, you know, perhaps we think about in the next three months just adding video and maybe just having that video go on LinkedIn and doing that for three months and then adding YouTube. And so then in a year, you've got a tiny bit of a rhythm for how you're sharing your expertise and maybe you've been in the, in front of a camera to in front of your phone two or three or four times. And so drip, 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 um, you're starting to build a little bit of momentum and a little bit of confidence and also a bit of a rhythm as to how you're going to work a content strategy in with what you currently do. I don't think um, the idea of dropping everything and starting now is sustainable. But I think the easiest first step would be to like delete one bludgy app off your phone and check LinkedIn while you're waiting for a coffee rather than whatever you normally check. 
and then take the plunge and like and comment on something. So, yes. it, like, if, if you could assign any homework to anyone, it would be, like, leave three LinkedIn comments a week or something really small, mm-hmm. like devote five or ten minutes, you know, genuine five or ten minutes to LinkedIn per week. Whenever you're waiting for your yeah. coffee, hop on. And if Brendan said something interesting, come and be like, thanks, Brendan, didn't know that. And you just start like because that that is is it's, that that is of itself publishing content, and that is of itself broadcasting you out there because then all Brendan's followers see you, and whatever wise comment you've had to make then gets distributed, and so adding that extra five or ten minutes, and it is a genuine additional commitment of time, and I don't I don't shy away from that, but I suspect. Um, there are other commitments of time people make, such as falling down a TikTok hole um, or watching Emily in Paris, um, each of which are probably less productive for your practice than taking a little bit of bludging time and liking something a potential referrer has published and saying, classic stuff, potential referrer, hope, hope you're doing well, um, and just getting into the rhythm of doing that and, and sort of building your confidence that way. That's probably, probably my thoughts. Okay, I love it. So just cut out a whole bunch of things that are already wasting your time. I did, I basically, uh, I got rid of Facebook off my phone. I got rid of LinkedIn the other day off my phone. Sorry, everyone. Mm. Uh, I've just got Instagram and YouTube on there now uh, as far as like social Mm. platforms are concerned. And it's great. Mm. Like one of my my friends in the legal industry called me the other day and he said, oh, you haven't been posting, uh, commenting on stuff on LinkedIn much. And I'm like, oh yeah, you're right. But then like I looked at, like my my stats on LinkedIn, like my posts mm. are, are doing just as well or if not better than when I was like, you know, l- looking at everyone else's stuff all the time. Like yes. I just don't think it really makes a difference and I don't even really think about LinkedIn as much. I just, <laughs> sorry, everyone. <laughs> uh, I know no, like, no, no. Because like at, at, in every episode of this podcast, I ask people to add me on LinkedIn. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> so you haven't responded but, to all these all these connection requests. Yeah, sorry everyone, but but I assure you that I do check it once a week at least. So, but the, I'm guessing I'm just adding to what you said. Um, mm. I'm 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 telling you that the advice that you have given I think is spot on, and um, I've already done it and it, and it works great. And yeah. also, I, I found myself checking these apps during the weekend, and yeah, I felt yeah. like that was really unhealthy. Like a real, you got to have it. I think you got to have at least one day where you have nothing to do with work. I, I, I'm more bespoke about it of like if it works for you yeah. to check it first time when you wake up and last thing before you go to bed and 10 yeah. times in between yeah. um, and it makes you happy, awesome. Or yeah. if it makes you happy to delete the thing off your phone and throw it in the sea, I, like I, I yes. super get that. Yes. But but like the one the, the one thing that really will make you unhappy is getting obsessed with the numbers. Like whether yes. last time I posted I got heaps of likes and now I didn't. Like that, that actually really does does mess around with your head. Um, and so that takes a little bit of getting over. So if you are going to go into this strategy, sort of sucking up that like, wolf, no one liked that. Yikes. Sort of moment is a big obstacle to overcome. Um, and, and it, and it may be an obstacle that, that, uh, that anyone chooses not to overcome. But, but if you do, then you may arrive at a marketing strategy that brings you a lot of joy and a lot of interest and a lot of pleasure as um, I'm lucky enough to say has happened with me. Perfect. Um, you've been very generous today, James. Uh, thank you so much for going into so much detail about how you do all this. Mm. I think it's great. Uh, sorry if I look 
a bit weird right now because we do have some of the spaceship sounds happening right now in my my cans. <laughs> so um, for anyone listening, um, cans can refer to headphones in the yes, yes, the, yes. Let's all just world. relax. Let's all let's all um, calm down. Yeah, yeah. Usually agree. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm going to wrap it up because there's so much weird stuff going on in my headphones right now. But uh, um, I just want to quickly acknowledge you though. I truly think that you've you've got a gift uh, i think your coffee and a case note episodes i think um anyone realistically could understand them um even someone like me who uh you know is a bit slow sometimes so you've, <laughs> I, you've, I reject that but but you've got a gift at uh clearly explaining maybe some more slightly or you know complicated legal concepts so um Thanks for that. And I think you're helping a lot of people out there. If anyone wants to learn more about the type of information that you, you share, then I, I couldn't recommend you highly enough. So um, I just want to let you know that, James. Brendan, that is extremely kind. <laughs> I shouldn't cry on your podcast because it'll show that I was sort of working too late and uh, working too early and this sort of thing. So um, I'll have a cry when I re-listen to this episode. Brendan, I could say something similar about you, I must say. like I think there's an extent to which as lawyers, marketing is a bit of a dark art and a bit of a dirty word. And my, the marketing team are the people who bug us for a blog post once every three months and then fill out the Excel spreadsheet for who we're inviting to the Christmas drinks and that's about all they do. Um, And I think you're in the process um, of cracking through that to understand that the marketing function is must become um, a part of the way we run law firms and approach legal practice in future. And I think you're making a great contribution to that. And it's very nice feeling for me to be a very, very small part of of your journey as well because it's uh, exciting to watch. Very good. Thank you so much, James. And if anyone wants to get in touch with you and say hi, what, how would you like them to do that? Well, I'd like them to do that. And this actually comes back to an earlier point, wherever's convenient for them. If you're a podcast person as you are, I'd be super grateful for you to look for coffee and a case note on your podcast app provider. If you're a LinkedIn person, YouTube person, Facebook person, Instagram person, Twitter person, coffee and a case note, um, whether you chuck it in a hashtag or just use those words, hopefully you should be able to find me. Um, and if you can't, then I've done a bad job and you can ignore all the advice I've, had, I've, 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 I've given here. So um, I'm not worth contacting if you can't find me uh, using, using those words, uh, but uh, would be delighted to uh, make some new uh, connections and uh, learn, learn what everyone's up to. Perfect. And, and if someone, for, for whatever reason, can't find you on Google, uh, I'm going to have links in just descriptions and everything for this episode. So everyone, check those out. Go and check out Coffee in a Case Note. James, um, thank you very thank much. Thank you so much, Brendan. Thank you so, so much for having me, Brendan. Talk soon. Cheers. Cheers. Bye. All right, there you go. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Better Law Firm Marketing. I'll just wrap it up as usual. So if you go to legalsites.com.au, that's legalsites.com.au, you can grab yourself a free law firm marketing plan uh, and a free case study. If you want to support the podcast, please consider leaving a review, subscribe and tell a friend about the podcast. If you've got ideas for future episodes, uh, if there are people that you want me to chat with as well, then just let me know. I'm pretty active on LinkedIn at least once a week. Uh, And until next time though, I'm Brennan Kelso and you've been listening to Better Law Firm Marketing. Bye for now.